to be there with me. We're live. Three, two, one. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of Talking with Rafael with your host, Rafa. And the Irwin Show, respectfully, with your host, Irwin. What up, dude? Yo, 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 yo. Good afternoon. Welcome back to another great episode here. We're talking with Rafa and the real sh- the Irwin Show, respectfully. Yes, What's sir, up, yes, Rafa? Sir. How you doing? Oh, not that much, dude. We're doing this early episode due to the <laughs> homies uh, Cowboys game. Uh, I guess he can't miss it because Could be the if last he one. does, he... The Dallas Cowboys are gonna lose. Hey, bro, so, take it easy, okay? Just we just gotta make sure we don't jinx won. it. We, we gotta make sure we don't Giants jinx it. Won, bro. I know, I know. I'm I'm so happy my Giants won. Stick. But you know, <laughs> thank you so much for joining another episode. Make sure you hit the like button, comment down below, and make sure you share it with your friends and family and let them know if you like it or not. If you don't, fucking comment down below. Let us know what we can make a changes of. If you do, thank you so much for tuning in. You could be anywhere else in the world. You decide to choose. You choose to be here with us. Until, and without further ado, Erwin, mm. episode fifty-eight. What's up, man? Fifty-eight. We got to start the week right, man. I mean, I know so first, much fucking content. So there's much. a lot of things going on for sure. Um, but before, like Rafa said, hit a, hit the like button, share the video, friends and family. You'll eventually have if you don't have the time to watch this video here. You have us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and I believe even Google Google Podcast. Play. Yeah, Google Play, I believe, is what we have it as well, too. But Any way you can get the audio or video podcast, we're here. YouTube stream. is number one, then yeah. Spotify. I mean, listen, I'm not going to say YouTube is number one, but I'm just saying whoever comes with the contract first, they're number one. Even if Google comes up with a uh, exclusive Google, you know, it doesn't hey, I'll matter. Ta- I'll take that opportunity. Why not? Why not? You know, but yeah, like, um, yeah, Rafa and I have some couple topics to talk about today. Couple, uh, bro. We have we, so I don't even know we have, many. Yeah, that's right. Let me correct. I don't know if yeah. we have the time for that, to be honest. I think. No. So we're going to go <laughs> ahead and ru- we're going to try to rush through them, but we're going to go ahead and give you as much detail as possible within each topic. So. I just want to go ahead and clear it off. Our first topic of the day is Vivian Arena uh, switching their name back to Delta Center. How big of a deal is it? Now, in my opinion, it's a great deal. I think it's bringing the stock value of the Utah Jazz a little bit up, especially when where the older fans who are familiar with the Stockton Malone era that used to be called Delta Center. And back in the day, they used to switch it to, uh, what do you call that? energy solution which it, I, I felt like it was a longer name uh between the uh between 2006 to 2015 and then they switched it to vivid smart home arena which is another long ass name from 2015 to 2020 and they finally changed it to vivid arena uh back in 2020 to 2023 and delta uh the delta airlines finally purchased the rights to switch it back to delta center for 2023 starting july 1st erwin what is your opinion about that i was just uh, you know what's crazy that you just said that i'm like i didn't realize that but it's true it was vivid smart home arena mm-hmm. and now it's vivid arena <laughs> it's crazy because you were you're breaking i'm like huh that is a long ass name and you do have a history about that and i want to make that kind of kind of to say about that yes the history of all everything was been found here when originally jazz were purchased back in 89 they used to play in a different stadium. It built up to the Delta Center in 91, all the way into 2006. You know, it, it does have a history. I feel like a lot of local people here in Utah do still call it the Delta Center. Until this day, they do. Like, what are yep. you talking about? It's not the Delta Center anymore. Um, I was telling Rafa a couple of things earlier. I'm like, I kind of hope something does happen. Some bigger things happen than just the name itself. So hopefully something that can be thrown out there for the actual team of the Utah Jazz to do something creative out here for us. It has been a lot of changes. If you guys don't know this, Utah is actually going to be running the All-Star Game in 2023 here. February 19th is the game at 7 p.m. So there's a lot of things that have been going on that, on that stadium, and then a lot of new updates have been going on. On I'm going to call it Vivid Arena still <laughs> until everything changes. But I'm a little bent about that because I wanted to go to the freaking All-Star Game, dude. Bet I enough paying $1,500 for the damn tickets. I'm Ooh. sorry. $1,500 no. for a single ticket. You better get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm I mean, not doing that shit. I, I think, like, if anything, it, 
it will be just you're paying fifteen hundred dollars for the experience of going to see the all-star it's not just your regular utah players yeah. it's actually a combination of every other player out there and bringing it together now i just want to say that uh first of all we're i have here on the wikipedia as you can see and let me zoom in uh I'm assuming you guys are seeing the same view as Irwin. So yes. <laughs> as you can see, Delta Center was from 1991 to 2006. Then it was uh, for a brief moment. It was Salt Lake's Ice Center uh, during the Olympics, Energy Solution Arena. And you can e even see the image right here as I click it right here. This is the image of Energy Solution Arena. Followed so by. Weird. Yeah, it's it so was weird. super weird because it, it was so the longest fucking name. <laughs> yeah. And then. And then, as you can see, they switch it to Vivint Smart Home Arena. So it's a little bit longer. Then they finally change it to Vivint Arena. And I was like, okay, I, I can live with it because it was the Donovan Mitchum era. So now that they're switching it back to uh, Delta Center, I think it's a great uh, great way to bring it back up. I say instead of keeping this design, they should redesign it, the whole De Delta name. But keep it Delta Center, just redesign it i'm i'm assuming that delta airlines already have a a different way of a different logo from the name and everything so i mean i mean delta has been a big company for many years that's my preference of choice flying and when i take a fly that's my preference of choice to, I, I love the airline the airline is great it's a great airline you know uh but like i said it's been a lot of rem i know and i was gonna say that i was gonna say that i didn't want to interrupt you but i can see that you have uh donovan mitchell in the background yes, but sir, uh, i don't want to i don't want to say anything like bad you know or anything like that bashing on the stadium i think the stadium is small but mm -hmm. i mean compared to other stadiums but everything they've been remodeling the last time i was at the game i went to watch the timberwolves game it was pretty nice to experience the new tvs to experience new stuff out there it was dope and i, I know everything's getting prepared for the whole you know uh all-star game here you know and they're they're working on trying to bring some more professional teams out here to salt lake which i'm okay with that because i feel like we do need yep. that um but the stadium looks badass and I just hope that the signs come come in and say, you know, okay, these designs look badass, they look better, things are this and that, you know. Like you said, maybe there might be some kind of different designs. Yep. Because right now that you posted that picture, it reminded me for the first time when I moved here to Utah. I was like, yeah, damn. And, <laughs> that's, and that's what, and, and I think like the, the name changed back to Delta Center. That's what's bringing back to the, the core audience, the core yeah. fans, that feeling back of like, Kind of making it to the finals twice and then listen to like someone I don't know named Michael Jordan, but dude, and that's the only reason why I'm like, dude, why are you gonna call a name again like that? You're gonna bring just back, saying, you're just gonna bring saying. back the story of Michael Jordan, bro. Like, I know, I know, but anyways, I I think uh, back to your question on like, what can it bring back? Uh, what does this mean uh, for the for the name to change? I think it brings a lot of feelings, uh, like the familiar feeling, which is. The keyword familiar, which it can help uh, bring more superstars to the Utah Jazz to help the Jazz win championships. And I think it's sort of in a gr great direction, but I think we still have a few players that need to be traded in order to make a better, uh, a better way to win it. Now, I'm not expecting the Utah Jazz to go to the playoff this season. If they do, it will be an amazing games. But, I mean, it's up to the game. But leaving it up to that, I just want to cut it off because we got a lot of segment to go for. So, for the next segment, I think this is really great to talk about. Let's talk about the NFL. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about the NFL playoff. Now, my Giants... Thank you, Giants. I don't have a jersey yet, but I will. If you win, I tell you what, if you win the Super Bowl this year, I will get it. I will get, get the hell it. out of here. Bro. I will get it. I will get it. <laughs> but my Giants won against Minnesota. Dallas versus Tampa Bay is coming up next at 6 p.m. today. Is it 6 or 7 p.m.? 6.30. 6.30? All right. 6.30 p.m. And then the Seahawks versus the 49ers. They give a great game. But 49ers took it home, right? The 49ers smack them. Oh, shit. And they then the, smack them. Yo, the Chargers versus the Jaguars. That game. <laughs> yo, I thought the Chargers was having it for real. And But, the, I mean, the Chargers had it for real. But apparently they lost against the Jaguars by one fucking point. 
So, and then we're going to talk about the Miami losing against the Buffalo uh, Bills and Baltimore versus uh, Bengals. Erwin, which game do you want to start first? Well, let's start with the first game that we saw that uh, everything started with. I believe it was Seattle against the 49ers, right? So, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like that game, Seattle was winning at halftime, 17-16. But apparently, I didn't, watch the, I didn't watch the whole game on that one either. But I feel like Seattle itself kind of messed up by pulling the Sam Debo's uh, leg. Apparently, is what I heard. They pulled his leg or something happened. Um, here, I will, I will zoom it in. The score right up here. But look at that. Uh, San See what Francisco I'm saying? Francisco was that. winning. 10-0. 10 points on the first quarter. Mm-hmm. Then the Seahawks were winning by one point on the second half. On the first half, I mean. And then Seahawks, uh, the 49ers just dominated on the fourth quarter. Yeah. So I guess something happened with Samuel. Samuel Debo. Something happened with him. Apparently, they pulled his leg that he was injured. After that, everything just got fired back up again. And uh, I think San Francisco, the way they look in the first half, they don't look as, you know, the way they should have looked. It is one of the teams that are more terrifying right now to play against. The 49ers, they look stacked. They look incredibly crazy. Yeah. But I kind of was expecting San Francisco to win this game. So I feel like Purdy still hasn't got a you, challenge. You still have the, the votings? I, I thought you and I had the predictions. Of yeah, the I actually did have the votings uh, uh, on the thing. is, And I believe uh, we both, me, you, well, I picked Seattle to win. You picked the picked 49ers. Seattle. You picked Seattle to win, so... I did? No, I picked Seattle to win, sorry. Okay, and you, you picked did. the Niners. Then okay. on the next one, let's move to the next one, which will be the, the Jaguars against the uh, Chargers. So, you know Caleb, Caleb Enriquez. Yeah. Okay, so check that out. Shout Caleb out to Enriquez, Caleb. What up, bro? Dom, and a couple other fans. Mm-hmm. I Wait, does them. Dom and... Uh, and uh, Caleb? Caleb know each other? No, they don't know each other, but they're, okay. they're, they're both Charger fans. So, <laughs> I told them both. I'm, I believe the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to win. I literally got a message from Caleb because I seen him earlier that day. I was with him. I went to the gym and I see him. Mm-hmm. We're talking about it. And then I, Dom was sending me some videos to some Snapchats. And I told him, he's like, I got the snatch of the word like 27 to 7 at halftime. And I was like, see what happens? And then next thing you know, after that, I get a message from uh, Caleb saying, laughing my ass off. Literally. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what is he talking about? I look at the score. I'm like, did that just really happen? The Jacksonville really won. On that one, you picked the Chargers. I picked the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, you did? Okay, yeah. So I did pick No, the I thought the Chargers were going to win it, but Dude, by one point? Everybody's shit. underestimating the, the Jacksonville Jags. Everybody's underestimating them. Nobody's actually giving them credit. They are a good team. They have a good coach. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. Is like you can't With that team, you cannot say, oh, it's over. No. That team has come back several times against the Cowboys. There's another example. They came mm-hmm. back by 20. Boom, they beat the Cowboys. You know nice. what I'm saying? So, on that game was pretty interesting. Here's one game that I was not too happy about. The Miami gets the Buffalo Bills. Oh, one second. I'm looking at here at the scoring of the Jacksonville versus the Chargers. The Chargers were dominating on the first quarter. Yeah. And, then, and then the second quarter, they were winning 27-7. Uh, to 7. Yeah, the Chargers and for were some reason, uh, they went to overtime. Yeah. Like Jacksonville turned it around in the second half for the third and fourth quarter and made a field goal for like the win and that that is done. Yep. Exactly, bro. Like like I said, it's just everybody underestimates Jacksonville Jaguars. They shouldn't be ex- underestimating that team. They shouldn't mm-hmm. be doing that because like I said, they've done it before, they've done it in the past, you know. So why yeah. underestimate a team like that? You know, like makes no sense. So they proved them that. This game that you're marking right now, the Bills against uh, Dolphins. Listen, yes. man, I, and I'm going to say this right now. There's a conspiracy saying that everything right now is being handed to the Bills. Why? Take a guess why, Rafa. Oh, uh, because uh, Hamlin. his name. Hamlin. Is it Hamlin? No. Yes, Damon. Hamlin. That's his first. His first name is Damar. Damar. Damar yeah. Hamlin. Damar. So they're putting it for the conspiracy of that. I was watching mm-hmm. this game yesterday. I was with Angel watching this game yesterday. The way it worked at the end, I don't even know how in the hell the refs called out a first down on the Bills. When it's that, I didn't watch. Dude, so. I, that's the, that's that, Okay, a Sunday, I'll admit it, I watch football the whole day. 
if this has been the best Sunday football that I've seen yeah. in a very long time. Every single game was good. Started with this one, the Giants against the freaking Vikings, and then to end it off, the Bills, I mean, the uh, Ravens against the Bengals, you know? Yeah, hold All on. All these games were good, you know? Yeah, there was three games. I don't understand why there was uh, Saturday games and there's a Monday game. Like, yeah, see, the Monday game should have been on Saturday. No, I, no Monday game should have been Sunday nights. I think right? all of them should be yeah. on Sunday. I feel like so, we could have watched it all. Yeah, because if I was going to be disappointed, I want to be disappointed today already. You know, <laughs> I know, right? So, in my I opinion, I don't. Uh, I think the Buffaloes won it, and I don't think there's a conspiracy theory behind it. Now it is nice for the for the Bills to actually do their best to win it for their uh, f- fellow. Uh, uh, oh my gosh! What is wrong? I'm losing you? my fucking Get it words. together, boy. Lack of sleep, bro. <laughs> Lack of sleep. Sleep. Hey, See, I even said a sleep instead of sleep. Okay. So I think the. It is great for the Buffalo's uh, team to actually try to win the Super Bowl or try to win every playoff game uh, for their for their fella uh, player. Uh, oh my gosh, what's his fucking name? Damar? Mar Hamlin. Hamlin. Jesus thank you. Christ, <laughs> I'm horrible with names. I know you. I'm are. But <laughs> follow the f- next game, which is my fucking Giants. I, I was like, what... listen, if they lose, it's not disappointing. But if they win, I'll be fucking cheering for them, regardless. So my Giants fucking were losing, uh, or they were losing. I just, the the first touchdown by Minnesota, that I was, was like, sick. fuck, yep. damn it, yep, here we go. And then of course my Giants fucking turn it around by winning it for me. I appreciate for the record, it. guys. All of a sudden, they're his giants. He wasn't found the whole season, but now they're his giants again. <laughs> no, 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 no. They're my giants. It's just uh-huh. that I stopped following them uh-huh. so deeply because uh-huh. I was like, yo, we were like for maybe five years, we were on the losing streak. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is horrible. <laughs> but later on, people were saying, hey, have faith on Daniel Jones. He's going to be a good quarterback for you guys. He's in the developer stages. So I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to have faith. And then they, when they traded uh, Odell Beckham, I was like, oh, no. And he was my favorite player, too. But then we got Barkley, and I'm like, all right. I'm and then he Barkley. tore his ACL, and you're like, oh, no. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> oh, no. No, so, you, know, you know what? Listen, like, watching the game, mm-hmm. and here's the thing, though. The Vikings – this season, like after the Cowboys game, they got smacked. They were not the same. And then the Packers beat them. They were not the same. Coming into this game, I'm like, bro, I have a feeling. And they had a good record at home. They were 8-1. and one. Now they're 8-2. and two. They're yeah. eliminating from the playoffs. That's why I tell people, I don't care what your stats look like. I don't care what you look like in your record. I don't care if you're 13-3. and three. That don't mean shit if you don't win anything. If you don't win when it matters, what's, what is it going to mean? Anything at all. Everybody, I don't know what the Giants got themselves into. Mm-hmm. But they play really good. They play. So now the Giants have to go to Philadelphia. Yeah. Which, which I'm a little upset about that because I don't want to play the Niners. <laughs> so <laughs> whoever wins, I don't want to play the Niners right now. You know what I mean? All right. So before well, we continue with that one, go to the Bengals game in the Baltimore. Yeah, yeah. Game. Let's go to the Bengals in Baltimore. But Balt- Baltimore uh, disappoint me. I thought the Baltimores were going to have it. But I remember uh, Lamar Jackson is injured. <laughs> so I was like, oh, crap. But Holly did good. He all the backup quarterbacks they're really good, dude. The quarterback for the Miami Dolphins they're really good. Mm. Huntley did really good. Look at that. What look at his stats. He didn't do bad. He what two hundred twenty six yards, two touchdowns, one interception. I mean that's not a bad for for a second out of Utah. The quarterback from Utah. That's why. I what? Like yeah, Huntley's a quarterback for Utah. Yo, Utah. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. He was okay, a ladies and gentlemen. Utah, so he I'm gonna did... go ahead. What I'm going to do for you, not this episode, but following episodes, I'm going to try to grab every Utah and BYU, basically all the college Utah players that is on the NFL and see where they at. My only favorite player for BYU that plays for, for football. One. And you know I'm a BYU fan. Yeah. Kurt uh, Wartner, for, uh, Wagner for the, the linebacker for the 49ers. Listen, I'm not a yeah, BYU fan. fan either, but. But he deserves my respect. But he's representing Utah because he's from BYU. See, and that's why I said when Hunley came out, it came out of, I think he's like, this is his fourth mm-hmm. year in the NFL or so. He's doing good. 
So right now, the Ravens, right now, they have enough for Lamar Jackson on contract. So technically, he's a free agent. Honestly, Hundley's a better quarterback to me. People yeah. are like, you're talking nonsense. I'm sorry. I said a quarterback, not a running back. If you want a running yeah. back, get Lamar Jackson. That's your running back right there. Cool. And then you guys got Mac Dan- or is it Daniel Jones. He's a free agent, too. So once you guys offer Lamar Jackson a contract and bring him to freaking big states. There you go. Well, next. Oh, uh, six. Well, it says here at 615. So I don't know what your 630 is. You might miss a few information here and there. Probably. They but here at 615, either you can catch it, as you can see down below, you can catch it on ESPN, ABC, or ESPN+. Plus. You can catch that game at 615 p.m. And that is Monster Standard Time. So who do you got? I think I said the Dallas Cowboys, right? You did say the Cowboys? I did. I think well, so. Well, you know, I we'll did have say. To go back and check podcast, <laughs> but. Um, but I'm pretty sure I said the Dallas Cowboys yeah, because so, I feel like Tom Brady is not here mentally. Okay, well let me let me break you another stat that's going to make you feel like okay, maybe I should went with the books. <laughs> Let's the go. The Cowboys have been they're zero and eight in the last past eight times they've played on the road for the playoffs. They're zero and eight, and they're Brady is seven and zero against the Cowboys. Listen, man. I mean, <laughs> I'm gonna stick with my pick. I'm going to say the Dallas Cowboys just because I don't like Tom Brady that much either. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't like him neither, but what can, you, what can so, I do? That motherfucker has a record. I, get I know, right? Hey, I respect <laughs> that dude, but I don't like him. So, But, but whatever, without bro. further ado, ladies and gentlemen, my favorite segment of the moment right now because I'm a huge UFC fighter fan. Uh, uh, I'm, a hu- I'm a huge UFC fan. And for me... This guy is the reason why I fell in love with USC, and he is back. Ladies and gentlemen, John jo- John Bones Jones is back. He actually has a fight coming up next here, and let me go ahead and look him up. But he hasn't been fighting since 2000, October 2018, and that for the MMA world is really big. And he is actually going for the belt right away. John Jones versus uh, Severio Gain for the title belt set. So, for those who don't know, I'm going to go ahead and click on his name right here and show you. This guy right here, the French heavyweight, he's about to go against John Jones. And let's take a look at that pay-per-view. John Jones is 6'4". Right now, he, they got him as uh, 205, but I guarantee you he's not 205. If you have seen any of his latest pictures, any of his later uh, social media, that dude is not 205. I guarantee it. But they haven't announced anything yet. They just have the pay-per-view. This fight will be on March 4th, 2023 on Vegas, uh, T-Mobile Arena. Erwin, I know you're not a USC fan or maybe you're just a casual fan for USC. What do you think about that? So, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a big uh, follower for UFC. Uh, I know the UFC, but I'm not as much as like as much as you know from the UFC. I do have my favorite fighters. I do miss some of these old fighters like GSP, you know, the Yo. Ice McChocolate, Chuck Liddell, you know, those guys, you know, they were the ticket. I'll watch the fights. I will watch the fights because I just don't really know much about them. But, you know, John Bones Jones, it's he's a monster. Yeah, he that is. guy is uh, he is lethal. But if the guy wins this stuff, dude. He hasn't fought in how long, you said? Two years? Uh, three years? 20, uh, 2008. 2008? Uh, sorry, two, uh, 2018. Okay. How's it say? <laughs> That's still a long time ago. 2018, ladies and gentlemen. My That's bad. five years. You yeah. Know? So That's five years, you know. And so it's so the fact of him not able to, to for him to actually come out and win. You know, after you haven't fought somebody for so long, you haven't actually been on the octagon for so long. It's like a complete different story. But Bones is that dude is a monster, man. You can't all go wrong with that guy. That guy is incredible. Even though there's been a lot of things that have flipped around on the on a bad angle for him. You know, if he wins, he has to be considered mm-hmm. one of the greatest. I'm sorry. I don't care if you haven't fought for, for you know for that long. You haven't fought somebody five years. That's a long time. The average fighter goes what two three fights a year, roughly. Let me actually let me double check that information. I think I might I might have a misinformation here. Yes, I do. I apologize. It wasn't 2018. It's actually two, uh, 2020, 2020, February. 
That's still uh, three he years. Uh, he fought against Dominic Reyes on a decision anonymous. He, he won. won. Yeah, he won. Twenty uh, UFC two forty seven on February eighth, twenty twenty, and that was on Houston, Texas, defending the UFC light heavyweight belt. And uh, that was bacon a, a moment, and then he won it. And then on on that same uh, March, <laughs> as I was reading here, he had a dispute with Dana White of uh, of about his pay. Right here, a sec. I can read. If I can read, <laughs> after uh, after a conflict with Dana White, press uh, USC President Dana White over uh, pay in May 2020, John Jones said he he had bacon that USC light heavyweight. So after three years since his last bout, John Jones is scheduled to face uh, Sierra Gain for the bacon USC heavyweight champion on March 4th, 2023. Oh, Which bacon. that would be, I thought yeah. you said bacon. I'm like, what? <laughs> my bad, dude. I was like, bacon. Yeah, well, it's my accent, bro. <laughs> no, I was um, like, <laughs> and the reason why is bacon. Sorry, bro. I thought you said bacon. Bacon. Bacon is because of Francis Ngano has a, a contract dispute with okay. the UFC about his pay. So he's currently a free agent as we speak right now. Uh-huh. He, uh, but there's no. I'm sorry. I'm fearing. Uh, I have fear of fighting John Jones. Not another. He's actually he's willing to fight him any day, any time. Damn. So. Yeah, Rafa. Before we continue, is there anything we have any comments out there? Oh yes, yes, yes. We got Angel right now saying, "Let's go, Tom Brady." Of course, he's a, he's a, he's he's a, a Tom Brady, Brady fan. fan. He's a Patriots fan. Go to sleep, bro. Go to sleep, bro. <laughs> Just shut up. <laughs> Dude, okay. I already, I already warned these guys, dude. I already warned them. I'm like, after six o'clock, there's hey. a couple people there. <laughs> I, I say, like, for you, Erwin, you should take a shot every time your quarterback t- uh, makes an interception, and Angel should take a shot every time Tom Brady messes up. Oh, shit. What's up, Alari? Scare the shit out of me! <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Dude, what up, dude? See, I didn't even see you behind me, dude. What's up, Alari? Do you? You want to say hi? Because they had the camera. Come on. Dude, nah, dude, I just seen a little boy sitting behind me. Like, what the? I saw the head. I'm like, oh, that's a lyric. <laughs> it's not like it's a ghost. Dude, the thing is, I didn't hear the door. <laughs> you little shit. <laughs> you scared shit. Me. But anyways. Uh, anyways, sorry. Ladies and gentlemen, the reason I'm wearing this jersey <laughs> is to represent right here. Represent my junior, De Barranquilla. Ladies and gentlemen, Juan Quintero uh, has signed with Junior of Barranquilla. Now, that means uh, we already have Carlos Baca. We already have uh, Quintero. We have other players, really good players. I think this is our chance to win the uh, the Copa Libertadores or Copa Sudamericana. Uh, Juan Quintero is a, the type of player. He's a playmaker. He op- He's looking for open spaces. He opens up the, fl- uh, the field a lot more and can give you those passes and definitely... If you guys remember 2018 World Cup, he was the one who scored a free kick goal underneath the bar to go ahead and go for the goal. Now, unfortunately, my comrade over here doesn't know shit about fucking Colombian soccer. So it would just be a segment that I have to mention here. I'm not familiar with the guy, actually, to be honest. I had to ask him who he was. (laughs) So I don't know. I don't know who the parcero is. (laughs) No. Juan Fernando Quintero, let me go ahead and show you guys right here. This is the guy. He used to play for River uh, River Plate right now, and now he's playing for Junior. Now, this guy, he's really good. He used to play. Uh, he started Envigado, then Atletico Nacional, uh, Pescara, Porto, and so on. As you guys can read it. Now, he's with Atletico the Junior. He decided to sign with the Junior. Uh, contract is uh, not disclosed. Is he just decided to have the, the family close to home, especially here in Colombia, or not here in Colombia, but there in Colombia. I just say here, like I live in Colombia. But as of January 13th, the club have reached an agreement with the player pending uh, medical exams, which uh, the player passed the next day. Uh, the player had come for, as a free agent with a contract for one year, and the player was presented January 15th to a uh, 40,000 people celebrating his arrival. Now, I'm excited for this. Like I said, 
He already won a Copa Libertadores with River Plate. I'm excited what he can bring for the junior and see what kind of mentality he can bring into the into the, our team and see if we can win a Copa Libertadores. For those who don't know, Copa Libertadores is literally the biggest cup you can win in South America. And then the Copa Sudamericana is the second largest cup that we can win. That's where all the clubs within South America, uh, Brazil, Argentina, Uruguay, Paraguay, Chile, Peru, Ecuador, Venezuela, you name it, all of them. They get together into this tournament and try to see who's the best of South America. Hopefully, hopefully, Junior can win it. We, as a uh, Junior, hasn't won any international cups. Hopefully, this will be the one, the one year that we can win it. Uh, we put in a lot of faith on Juan Quintero, so hopefully he stays healthy. Hopefully he doesn't gain weight and and doesn't start playing lazy with us. So that for me is it. But do you want to add something? No, nope. just not even I a mean, good luck. I mean, just wish him the best. But you know, I mean, Appreciate my Colombia, it. my team in Colombia is America de Cali. So sorry, bro. <sighs> The disappointment. The disappointment. America you see what I have Cali. to deal with, people? You see what I have to deal with? This guy over here. This guy. Fucking America de Cali. Come on, bro. Yeah, America on, bro. de Cali is the team I like, bro. I like watching that team. And I like our millonarios. It's all good, bro. We forgive you. <laughs> you know, it's all good. <laughs> but anyways, we got to talk about this jersey right here. Because RSL just signed uh, uh, Carlos Andres Gomez, which is a Colombian player, uh, a uh, Colombian player from uh, uh, Millonarios. And we are very excited for him to bring up whatever he can can with uh, with Realso Lake. I mean, right now, Realso Lake has been on... Uh, uh, we, we've been making the playoff here and there, but it's, it's not something that we're like, oh my gosh, excited about, you know? Now... Uh, I feel that one second, I'm not having technical difficulties, motherfucker. Son of a bitch. I feel like I can't type for shit. But I feel that uh, as our, we live in Utah where the art, where we hardly hear anything about RSL or Erwin, what is, what is your intake on RSL news? Do you get them a lot? Do you even follow the team? Or uh, I do follow the team. I mm-hmm. mean, they are the only franchise team that um, that has actually, you know, won something in the state of Utah within the first, I believe, was the first three years when they they got into the business and stuff. And I was actually just kind of reading what I when I'm wait, what I was waiting for you. I was trying to read about the Colombian soccer player. Did yep. he play for Millonarios? Yes. Okay. Okay. Just making sure. He said, I got the so- transfer market website here. Uh huh. Here's his information. He joined in 2021, uh-huh. and the contract expired in 2025. But he he was transferred. Um, Junior uh, Nadi still owns 30 uh, percent of his contract. So if Real Salt Lake decides to sell him to somewhere in Europe or somewhere else, uh, Millonarios Nadi is get a 30 percent of the sales. Yeah. So as you can so- see here, he's a right winger. He and his value just increased uh, really hot uh, to a two point five million. Sorry, go ahead. No, you're good. Uh, like I said, I'm not a, like I think the, the you know the RSL the just the time that they're actually showing themselves they can do a lot of things to make improvements to make them better to compete and to be able to be competitive. I feel like they have proven that, you know, mm-hmm. and just just the fact that you're able to bring new younger talent to be able to come into the football field and MLS, and you know yeah. how I feel about the MLS. I'm not a big fan of the MLS, but I feel like yeah. it is the big thing now. Starting little by little, I feel like they're bringing like all the European experienced players out here to be able to come out and play. And okay, let's see this. But in my personal opinion, and no disrespect to nobody, no disrespect to anything like that, I feel like some of these respectfully. Players, yeah, respectfully. Um, <laughs> Come on, man. It's I just a, it's part of your name. I know. I just don't feel like, in my case, I the way I, the way that I see it is like, okay, the MLS to me is it's a very I don't consider it a very competitive league. 
And for me to be bringing players that young, at that young age, I feel like they don't get to develop a lot of the stuff. Like for him, I think he's a good player. I mm-hmm. think he's. I think he's. If I'm correct, correct me if I'm wrong. I think he was in the this guy? La, la, U, la U20. Carlos Andres Gomez in la U20 Colombia. And mm-hmm. I like players like this to be develop, to be able to be better, and go to like Europe to play soccer. I think that young at that young age to me is a big problem to bring him to the MLS because the MLS still has no those, no those levels at all. You know, they don't have the levels of anything based on that. So, mm-hmm. but that's good for him because now yeah. since he's out here, I think his name is gonna be brought up to him. But let the man play. Don't just keep him in the bench. Like if Real Salt Lake is gonna bring players in, you're bringing young talented players. Put him in. Let him play. Let him develop himself. Because if you're gonna mm-hmm. bench him, what the fuck is the point of that? You, you get what I'm saying? Like, that's definitely. So I just think that, like, if you make that happen and you make that that option for yourself as a player, you're how old mm. is he? 20? 20? He's years 20. Old, right? Yep. He's, he's, he's very young, young, bro. Yeah. He's hella young. You know what I'm saying? Develop the player, show him what's good, let him play, let him continue to develop. He's only 20 years old. Mm-hmm. Let him go out. Let him go ball up. Let him go to Europe. Take him somewhere else. Like, como cuando cuadrado. Bro. Ese hombre jugó increíble. He still does. Yeah. You know? El que se apagó muy feo fue el James Rodríguez. Well, James Rodríguez se apagó porque estaba lesionado. Se pasaba lesionado. I know, you switched to Spanish. Hablando con Rafael. Ahora con Rafael. Perdón, parcero. No, 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 no. Hay que hablar. Hay que... No, no, and but... it's just like I said, you know how I feel like Colombian players, bro. James yeah. Rodríguez is one of my favorite. And I just, I hated the fact when he left Madrid, bro. It devastated me. Because for bro, some reason, bro, I don't know, bro. I don't know. Ugh. That's a different topic to talk about how much Rodriguez. Because uh, I have a big uh, fuck you to Rafa Benitez. Because oh, yeah. he's the one who fucked uh, James Rodriguez's career. And Zidane. <laughs> That'd be Zidane, no. I feel like Zidane, he could have learned more from Zidane. But I feel like Zidane, uh, Zidane's mentality is more like, yo, I need you to come as an elite player, I don't need to develop you right now, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. And so, and the problem was, is that from Rafa Benitez to, to Zidane, he, dude, Carlo, uh, yeah, it's a different subject. But for right now, Carlos Andres uh, Gomez, he's a, is an attack uh, winger. I agree with you. I think that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a quick segment here. I think for Realso Lake, uh, biggest challenge is that you have, LA, you have Miami and you have New York, the biggest competitors market to compete because they always bring talent like Slatan Ibrahimovic, uh, Gareth Bell. They bring, I mean, there's rumors of bringing Messi to Miami, uh, Iguain to Miami, and David Villa back in the early 2000s or sorry, early 2010s, um, bringing it to New York. And so to bring some big talent like that to Real Salt Lake or anywhere in the middle of United States, peace it doesn't. That, Sorry, peace <laughs> out, dude. Sorry, guys. I like want to say bye. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Cut. My bad. Cut. My bad, bro. I don't know. Cut. He just jumped. <laughs> For real, man. <laughs> I thought you were me. Nah, it's all good. It's all good. All right, bro. Go ahead. But, but back to my point Real Salt Lake is in the market of. Bring young talent. This is the great example. You gotta bring young talents and develop them as much as possible, and and try to export them because uh, export them uh, export them to uh, Europe. Because my my reason is, and I talked about it on the Monty Show. Go ahead and follow the Monty Show right now on YouTube or Spotify. You can catch them anytime as Monday to Friday at six a.m. But this is what the point I bring. The reason why RSL or any MLS teams is not as competitive because they don't have competition besides the Mexican League. And that's a problem. If you go to South America, you have Brazilian League, you have Argentina, Uruguay, Colombia. Basically, out of 10 countries, you the top eight are competitive leagues. And then they go to uh, Copa Libertadores and Sudamericana. Now, the Champions League or CONCACAF, once you get to the finals, you're either going to see the Mexican League clubs or you're going to see USA clubs. And you hardly see anything else. 
So there's no competition here for the USA to develop that kind of uh, skills to bring to USA. So it is, it's going to be a hard road to bring up those type of soccer players. Excuse me. But we have the potential. That's not, after said, all that said, USA has the biggest potential to have a minimum of 50 teams. So that way you guys can create that kind of uh, challenge, that, that kind of uh, potential to to the USA. And yeah, that 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 for me is like the biggest thing that uh, MLS needs to bring. Uh, develop the talent from the ground up. See, uh, bring um, bring the youth. Uh, if anything, bring the under twenty players, USA players, and take them to Europe. Have them play there, and and you can actually see what kind of styles they have. Or bring it to South America. I'm sure Argentina. There's Argentina teams, Brazilian teams, and Colombian teams that you can bring your American players and play there and you you're gonna see the type of different uh playing style don't just be stuck with the european style also south america remember who won the last world cup argentina so best way to develop is bring your players out out to argentina or, or south america uh, Nor uh europe even africa too go ahead bro I do, I do agree with you what you said right there, too. I feel like the MLS itself is not competitive, and it's going to be a while for them to be competitive. I think anything in general for even, – even I feel like the Mexican League right now, what the biggest thing where Mexican League needs to do, and I think the MLS needs to do, is find a way to com convert themselves to get invited to Las Liber Los Libertadores. That's like the biggest challenge because – The only Mexican team that ever got close to making to the win in Libertadores was two teams, was Cruz Azul y América, and they never actually won anything there. And then MLS, it does really have only one competitive thing. The MLS only has the Mexican Soccer League, which they have taken their time to actually become a development team to learn. It's taking mm -hmm. time. I feel like this coming up years, the last 10 years, the Mexican League has improved competitively because they're actually playing against European teams now. Yeah. A couple of years ago, they played America played against Real Madrid. And I was like, who am I going to cheer for? America or Real Madrid, you know? Who am I going to cheer for? I like yeah. both of those teams, you know? Like, those are both of my teams. America lost to Real Madrid 2-1. But, it, I mean, it was a good match. Yeah. I just think the fact of you bringing talent and players, the best thing it will be for MLS and La Liga Mexicana to try to go back into Libertadores mm -hmm. to go to South America and get invited. I do agree with that. I feel like the, yeah. that's why I feel like this year, Copa America, was it next year or this year? Next uh, year. 24. 2024. 2024. 2024 or next year, yeah. I will double check. Yeah, just double check. But I think it's 20. I think it's next year. And if I'm correct, it's going to be here in the United States. And all the teams have been invited for them to come out and actually play. So we can't compare the league to be competitive right now because, dude, there's just no way, you know. Um, listen, I think that yeah, the thing is, is that. The Comebol doesn't want to have their clubs go to uh, to Comebol because that will that will lose money for the Concacaf, and so I think they should do a joint uh, tournament. Uh, don't call it the Champions League or anything like that. Call it, if anything, call it uh, what's it called? Uh, just a a joint. Uh, Copa America club or something. Yeah. Where you have clubs from, and let me go ahead and share my screen here. You have, you can have the. What is this that? Is not updated. No, what is, yeah, I was going to say, what is that? This is not updated at all. Is that Copa, the America. Copa America? Yeah, Copa America. Oh, uh, damn. But this is for. I mean, Argentina has the most? Yeah, Argentina apparently has the most right now, but they're missing the the, the recent one that they just won. Did they have USA? Yeah, they USA. Won? When? 2016? Oh, this is the host. This is the host. Oh. Oh, this I was going to say, no Times way. host. Uh, no, USA, no. <laughs> I was like, bro, there's hey, no way. You know, surprises. Uh, here's a fact for you. You know what the uh, was USA uh, record on the World Cup? What do you think it is? The record overall? 
Yeah, in the World like, Cup? what's the furthest they have made it? I think they made it at the quartos, no? Quartos de final? Tercer lugar? Third place. <laughs> but that was in 1930. The first World Cup, USA made her third place. Yeah. So, yeah. like, listen, they are... For me, USA lost their potential because they could have made it further if they would have invested more into the World Cup. Now is Brazil 2021. Here it is. So, sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Forget to point. So, the winner, of course, of Copa America 2021 was Argentina. This is what we were confused for a second. We were like, oh, shit. Yeah. And I was like, wait, wait, this is hosting. This is hosting. So right now, the Copa America has been expected to be hosted by Ecuador due to Comebol's uh, host rotation order. However, Comebol President Alejandro uh, Dominguez said Ecuador had, had been nominated but not yet chosen uh, to organize the cup. What the fuck? In November, November 2022, the country declined to host the tournament. Peru and United States have both expressed interest in organizing the tournament. Yo, that is complicated because 2024 is like next year. So they literally have one year to like. If so they need it still has to be a resolution for it then. They still don't have an actual location. It's no, they don't. Peru and United States? Peru and United States. So if are it goes, current. here's the thing though. If it goes to Peru, mm-hmm. so here's the way I see it. And I'm sorry, Peru, but no one really knows who you are. Correct. Sorry about that. Just say it like that. But Ouch. the World Cup is going to be 2024 here. United States. Why not the Copa America in the United States as well? Mine as well. And then you got special invitations or two Copa America? Three, yeah, Copa America in the United States. And by United States, Mexico and Canada. Well, Why yeah, not? that's the point. If, that's what I'm saying. Just if do it the that Copa way. America happens in United States, they will be invited to play. And then after that, instead of doing instead of debating between Peru and the United States, after the World Cup, they put in Peru. So here's Peru. the... T- uh, of course, we're going to have the, t- uh, the 10 teams from Comebol. The following comable members are rumored to be invited guest uh, uh, guest teams uh, for this edition. So it will be Belize, Canada, Costa Rica, El Salvador, Guatemala, Guay- Guayana. I don't understand why French uh, uh, Guiana and Gu- Guayana are not the part of the in Suriname. Why they're not? They're in South America. Why they're not part of the fucking comable? I don't understand. They're not really part of no. They're not because they're actually right in between the Guayana. Guayana, Guayana is between the Amazon and Brazil, but it's still connected, kind of like in between. And the Amazon then, is in Brazil, bro. I know, I know, but it's not exactly. It's not. How can I put it? It's kind of like an island. It's between Venezuela and Brazil. Is it right in between or right above Brazil? I'll show you. Oh damn it! Damn it! Click the wrong shit. Maps. Why you take? Were you taking me to the space or what, bro? Yeah, we're gonna go around the globe and show you. A ver, muestra, huevón, muestra. Right here, those three: Guyana, what the fuck? French Guiana and Suriname. They're right yeah, next to Brazil and South Venezuela. America. Yeah, how come they considered in the south? And for me to be considered as uh, Concacaf uh, instead of Comebol is weird. Like there is rumors that Panama might join the Comebol, and I'm like, yo. We have three other teams out there. Like, they ain't shit. Let, let's get this straight. They ain't shit. But we can take Panama, uh, Trinidad, and a few other islands in there. <laughs> Dude, I didn't. Okay. I'm sorry, bro. I didn't know it was that far down. I thought it was right on top of nah. Brazil. Nah, dude. The only thing that I found interesting during school time, it was fucking geography. Geography. <laughs> So, but also from uh, from Asia, apparently Japan, Australia, and Qatar are part uh, are also interested in being a guest. So that would be a big ass Copa America if everybody get invited. Fuck Japan, the way they play the World Cup, why not bring them on board? Fuck yeah! You imagine if I mean, obviously we're off subject right now. (laughs) Way out of subject. Way out of subject. But imagine if if Japan or USA or Mexico wins the fucking. Copa America, something that is South American, and we, the, you guys win. It. So here's the thing: I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna talk shit, and I'm not gonna say nothing bad about it mm-hmm. because I have a lot of friends, and I'm sorry to say this. And if the shoe fits, 
fuck, whatever. Yeah. But they're ignorant as fuck because they talk a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think eventually the whole CONCACAF and Comebol thing should be figure some fucking shit out, put them together so they can everybody can shut the fuck up and stop making excuses. Seriously. Yeah. Uh, but uh, my, don't mind my language, guys. Sorry, but man, it's a podcast. We <laughs> we say the fucking f word if you want. No, the but, fuck wanted. But, but here's the thing, though. Like mm-hmm. I think in in general, and I I said it before. As a Mexican myself, I feel like the Mexican soccer team it, it develops has a bunch of young talents. I've been actually looking. And it's you know it's completely other subject. Mm-hmm. But the next World Cup, I've been seeing a lot of players that they're developing as a young age players. They're developing as a, a young future of a team. You know, mm-hmm. like there's this French soccer player named Guignac. He's from France and his son was born in Mexico. And he's saying the, the Mexico will win the World Cup in 30, uh, 2033. I'm like, damn, bro, why? Because his son is going to be developed. What I'm saying is this. It doesn't matter who your kid or who your dad is or anything like that. I feel like the difference between South American teams and Mexico is Mexico picks the players that have the money, the people that have, oh, my son's such a great basketball uh, football player. I'll pay you money to put him in there. It shouldn't mm-hmm. be that way. Look at all the Brazilian players. Venetius came out of nowhere. Neymar came out of nowhere. All these good players came out of nothing. Yeah. Talented players. You know? And this is the thing, like, regardless, is there's no excuse. And especially this World Cup coming up. Mexico, Canada, USA, you guys are invited. Now that means it opens roof from Comebol. There's some teams that always hear excuses. Venezuela, Bolivia, Peru. And I'm not going to put Colombia up there because Bolombia, Colombia, dude, they just had a shitty moment. And that's unusual. We had them. bad coaches. Yeah. so Two bad I coaches. Can't put that, but I'm putting those teams at the lower end of, of the Comebol. You know? You know what sucks about that, though, is that we literally wasted almost eight years. <sighs> dude, because no between kidding. 2018 all the way to 2024, that's eight years. That's wasted. And I feel yeah. like now that we have a good head coach, I feel like I, I have a lot of faith on the new head coach of Colombia. I, I just feel like it, it kind of sucked that we lost that time. But I think it's time to uh, I think it was time to, like, get a refresh because, like you said, James got injured. And I feel like he has like a chronic uh, injury, which is it just happened to come back every other time. I feel like it's not going to be fully healed. So we're going to lose that. Falcao, he's already he's he's retired, bro. Like yeah. it sucks. He's, Cuadrado, who he oh, will be man. retired. I do as a beat. Ospina will be retired. Like literally, <laughs> almost like fifty percent of the uh, the Colombian team that play in twenty fourteen retired. No, sorry, not fifty. Ninety percent of everybody on the twenty fourteen World Cup retired by now, and it sucks. But the good thing is we have a future. We have Luis Diaz. Um, hopefully this kid who's joining RSL. Um, Carlos Andres Gomez. We literally just talked about oh, uh, signed okay. up. With... I was like, wait, who? <laughs> I like, you got me thinking. Listen, like, Carlos Andres Gomez, he will be playing uh, Juan Cuadrado's area. He will be an attack winger. So hopefully in... Uh, two to three years, he can be developed really well where he can play that. Uh, he can replace Cuadrado. Uh, How old is James Rodriguez, bro? James, he's 30. No mames. Already? He's young. No way. Yeah, no. <laughs> That's bro. No, more. no. I'm sorry, Listen, bro. For him, players, no. no. He's not young. No. no, 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 no. But he's playing very well. I think he's 31. I yeah, mean, we throw the flag. Yeah, <laughs> you're done. Just no, dude, no, what like, do you mean throw the flag? Here's the thing, though. Like, it's 31. Like, okay, I don't know if you knew this, but you remember La Sub-17, Sub-17 of the World Cup when it was in Peru in 2007. Remember that? He's 31. He just turned 31. Yeah, he's young. So, you remember the Sub-17 in World Cup in Peru? Do you remember that? When Neymar was barely coming out, Neymar was in that World Cup team with Brazil. Mexico-Brazil was the finals. Mm-hmm. You remember that at all? Okay, not at all. You don't but remember. Go ahead. <laughs> so Continue. this is where everything started. Ochoa, Carlos Vela, este, todo Chicharito wasn't even involved with that. So everybody's mm-hmm. like, "Holy shit! If this is the future of yeah. Mexico, watch out, watch out, bro." 
Yeah, but what is this? Didn't Ochoa and, uh, came to the United States or something? He no, won a- Ochoa, Ochoa didn't come to the United States. He went to America. He played for America. He started his career with America. He was the youngest player to actually mm-hmm. win a championship. He was 17 years old when he won his first title. But he America. was talking about that he wants to play for the World Cup 2026. I'm cool so, with that. And he, and he signed <laughs> up for a team. I forgot what he's it in, was. He's in Italy. He Thank went you. to Italy. Second yeah, division, went- right? I believe uh, so. Second yeah, division. second conference. And then I was, dude, I was so thrown off about some of these soccer players, bro. Cavani. You see where he plays now? Where do you Cavani, think he's Cavani. playing? Why is that name sounds familiar? I can't remember his. The Uruguayan. Cavani. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's playing yes, for he's Valencia. Playing. Dude, I didn't even know when I was watching that last oh, week yeah. on Tuesday. And for the record, some Real Madrid lost against uh, Barcelona. Valencia. No. Barcelona. Oh, Barcelona. Yeah, sorry. So for the Copa del Rey. You see, we have so much content to talk about, dude. And we so, barely have five <laughs> minutes left on this episode. I know. And then, uh, what's it called? Yeah, uh, so. <laughs> dude, I didn't know that Cavani played for Valencia. I didn't know that Buffon was still playing. Oh, Buffon plays for Parma. I didn't know. I didn't know. I thought he retired. And apparently, what else? What's the other one? Ibrahimovic still playing in AC Milan, right? Uh, yeah, he's injured though. But still though, and then Erwin the Paz still playing Madden over here, you know. <laughs> Just... <laughs> and this is why I say, like, I don't think thirty-one is old. I I, I honestly think that thirty-one <laughs> is young for Hamas. And so, if he just like fully recovers whatever injury he has, he fully recovers. I think he's actually fully recovered because he's playing for the Olympiaco or whatever the name of the team. I'm telling you, Olympiacos. I'm horrible with names. Olympiaco is the... Grecia. Sí, sí, sí. Right here, this team. Yeah, Olympiacos. Olympiacos. Sí. So hopefully he 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 needs to resign. I think he's going to resign with that team. Uh, but who knows? I, I, I feel like... If a team from Italy can actually sign him up, he will officially be one of the uh, unique players that play for top elite teams and actually give their all. Who's this that we're talking about? James? Still James? Wait, James and Bayern? No. That was a picture of the latest picture that Wikipedia has is from Bayern. So where, where is he at right now? Olympiacos? Olympiacos. No. He signed. Hey. So he went from... Here, let me show you. Sorry. For the 20... No, that's okay. So, for the 2014, he signed up... uh, Before the 2014, when they were trying to qualify for the World Cup, Uh uh, he was on dispute with Everton because Everton signed up Rafa Benitez. This is exactly the fucking shit I fucking hate about Rafa Benitez. He fucking sucks as a head coach. He should never be head coaching ever again. He literally fucked up uh, James Rodriguez's career because when he was in Madrid... Rafa Benitez was there, and he didn't like him. So what he did, he went on the loan for Bayern Munich. Then fucking uh, Zidane came. I, I'm sorry. Zidane came, sent him on the loan for Bayern Munich for two years. Then he didn't want to uh, – he wasn't getting any minutes with uh, Real Madrid, so he was like, fuck it. So Real Dude. Madrid sold him to Everton. That's where Carlos Ancelotti was. No, I thought it was to Bayern. They loaned him to Bayern. They loaned him to Bayern. Uh-huh. It's right here. A long one from Bayern. Oh, there and he is. came okay. back to Real Madrid, and he was like, fuck it. They're not going to give him minutes. <sighs> so he got sold to Everton. And from Everton, uh, Carlos Ancelotti played one year, which it was excellent. I, th- I feel like he, they were Carlos getting Ancelotti. the hang yeah. of it. But Real Madrid was like, hey, come back. <laughs> and you cannot say no to Real Madrid. If oh, no, who, I agree with you. And there so, is, listen, regardless of what it is, bro, regardless yeah. of what it is, you're a professional athlete. Like, and we're talking about this, too. Mm-hmm. I don't like Barcelona, but Barcelona say, Erwin, you're going to come and play with us? I'm like, fuck, I guess. <laughs> you know, like, I wouldn't yeah. want to, but you know what but, I mean? Yeah, yeah. And so then he left for Real Madrid, and guess who they call back? Rafa Benitez. <laughs> See. And Rafa Benitez almost put this team on regulation. To this team fucking was ass. I remember that shit. Yeah, that team was ass. Dude, so they have bad. to sell fucking Hamas because he was a big contract. So that he was he left to uh Qatar, uh this Qatar team, Arrayal, because he was like, fuck it. I'm gonna play for, I wanna play for the World Cup in 2024 as long as we qualify. So why fucking leave? 
So he decided to get adjusted to the environment and all that stuff. That's why he played there. But once he realized that they weren't going to qualify, he was like, fuck it. I don't want to play here anymore. There's no point to play here. So it was at that time, it was really hard to, to, uh, for him to get a contract from anybody else because they were moving on from him. He had a lot of injuries. So Olympi Olympiaco uh, finally was like, fuck it. Let me give him a chance. And he's playing really, he's playing really well there. He's actually proving himself. And the way he's playing, he's playing like Kobe Bryant after the court case uh, he had. Ah, perro, come down. He's been watching film or what? <laughs> no, dude, I'm just saying. He's playing like he, his life depended on it. You know what I mean? He's playing with like, no offense to Olympiaco, but he's playing with the with the team that can barely qualify to the Champions League. But, and so he, he wants that Champions League uh, uh, kind of challenge. So it would be hard, man. Anyways. I don't know, bro. Sorry, before you say anything, I, I just look, listen, hands down, James Rodriguez, I think he's a mm -hmm. badass player. I like James yeah. Rodriguez. I respect the dude. Yes. I didn't like how Madrid treated him at the end, Benitez. And I think that Benitez, I Benitez, he can go, forget that guy, bro. I'm sorry. I'm not going to go that poor, but I'm sorry. I feel like, and don't hold me against this, but I think Sinin Sidan has something también con Latinos. I don't know what it is with the Latinos players. Yes, something gives too. me that vibe, bro. The Brazilian players is one thing. Yeah, yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. Colombianos, otro, y esto, el otro. You know, like, fortunately, Chicharito didn't play with him, or he mm -hmm. wasn't coached by him, and he did really good when Chicharito was around, you know? Yeah. And uh, I think the fact is that, sorry, I just kind of want to put some lighting on real quick. Yeah, bro, you're like hella <laughs> dark. Know, I'm getting darker. Um, I just kind of want to make sure that, like, I, I feel like James Rodriguez was a potential player. I feel mm -hmm. like he had a good potential with Madrid. I want, I yeah. wanted to keep him with Madrid and everything. Unfortunately, James is like, fuck this. I don't want to stay here. I want to develop and play. And, yeah. dude, I wish he plays. And I wish Colombia makes it to the World Cup. It shouldn't be no fucking problem this time making yeah. the World Cup because Argentina I, doesn't have to qualify. So, I mean, it, it should be easier to qualify for the Comet Bowl this year. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, we do qualify. Hopefully, they fucking change the group stages because I swear to God, it makes no fucking sense. But that will be a topic for next time. Yep. Um, unfortunately, we didn't get a chance to talk about. Are you still on track on your resolution goals? Because Make it quick. 40, Make 40, it quick. 43% of minutes, people bro. actually quit by February. So <laughs> if you're still on track, good for you. If you're not, get back on it. Maybe this is a fucking message to you to get back on track. And don't and don't lose hope on your if you like right now, I've been working out every fucking day. And for some reason, I'm gaining weight. Why? Because the type of workouts that I'm doing are gaining more muscle weight. So, unfortunately, I'm getting weight. So, this is what people are starting to see. Like, oh, shit, I need to give up. This is bullshit. But don't give up. Because technically, when you work out, you're going to gain muscle weight, not fat weight. So, let's go ahead and continue. Make sure we don't quit. Keep keep that shit up. Let's fuck this statistics of 43%. Let's make it 0% of people quitting on fe by February. Let's fucking quit in March on my birthday. <laughs> but you know it's crazy you say that and just really quick mm -hmm. um i do feel like at the first two weeks is always the toughest part for somebody to continue to do their goals the new new goals resolution for the new years you know yeah whatever it is whatever your goal is and everything's like and everything you prefer to do just do what you gotta do it is hard to give up on your goals it's not easy you know you're barely about to be pushing the third week i believe, mm -hmm. I believe the third week of the new new year uh it's not easy Yeah. But at the end of the day, if you want something accomplished, you want something done, you want to make sure everything is whatever you prefer doing or make it easier for you. It's just it's just a, yeah. like a routine, you know, and uh, yeah, I'm not saying it's easy, but mm -hmm. if you do give up one day, don't give up because you already started two weeks in one day. Yeah. It's not going to kill you. Just get back into it, you know, whatever it is. So just stay Definitely. focused. So don't give up. Keep going. Keep going. And what I have to say is don't give up. Uh, just take it day by day. Just. If you're feeling exhausted, if you feel like you push yourself too hard, just take a uh, so, some sort of stretch workout. Just stretch it out. That considers as a workout because when you stretch and you allow your body to recover, you can continue. And that's just on the fitness area. I'm not talking about if you're starting a new business, if that was your goal for New Year's. And fuck it. You don't have to start a New Year's. You can start right now. If you didn't 
if you didn't fucking start it on January 1st, start right fucking now. Minus if you're one. listening to this podcast, you can start right fucking now. Never give up. You got to continue accomplishing your goals. Don't wait until Monday. Don't wait until Tuesday. Don't wait until anything. Start right now. Do the research. Anything you want to do. Look at me. I can go ahead into this website. Type in how to start a fucking business. I'm going to do it right now. How to start a... Look, I already pulled up. How to start an LLC. How to start a business. How to start a, a conclusion. How to start a fucking podcast. How to start a story. How to start a blog. Right there. You can fucking type it in. Click it. And it will give you all the fucking results right there. So, ladies and gentlemen, don't give up. Recoup. Reorganize yourself. Write it down. And start over. Every day is a new day. Every time you sleep, it's your reset button. And go ahead and restart. So, I think that's a good conclusion for the podcast. A little inspiration at the end. Making boy, sure that so people continue serious, there. My boy, you're so serious. It's the steroids. I mean, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but no, like no. you said, you know, it's just, yeah. it's, it's just I feel like people lose track and focus. You know, sometimes you do have to kind of like, I just want to say that too. You got to kind of keep yeah. yourself in your distance and kind of disappear for a little bit. People Definitely. ask questions. People be asking you, be telling you stuff like, hey, you know, why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? Like, why are you disappear okay. from everything, you know? If it's people just, ask you, what are you doing this? You don't have to answer them. You have to answer to yourself. You, you, don't, you don't have, have to have, answer it. No, you don't have you to, don't answer, have to, to answer, answer it to anybody. You don't have to answer it. You just kind of start to realize, start thinking a little bit different from <laughs> shit this, that, this, that didn't work this like time that, like, this time like, didn't work but uh no it's just just the whole fact that you know just continue to do what you have to do and, and it's, it's yeah. little by little things are going to be done something you're going to do correctly something's going to have come in in your life and just you start seeing things mm -hmm. putting the puzzles together so what Definitely. matters is that you're doing it little by little you know it, uh, it, it happens you know so just don't give up do what you got to do continue to do what you got to do as you guys can tell my booger back here is already annoying and probably bugging me and you know about things but whatever it is just do what you gotta do and definitely it's all you whatever it is at the end of the day the disappointment is not gonna be what's people around you you're the only one that's gonna be disappointed with yourself so keep in mind you're your only disappointment and i'm talking about all y'all if you're watching the video so stay focused rafa and i here we like to hear from you if you have any stories you want to share with us fuck it bring them on board perfect we want to hear this if you don't want to be who it is or by you know keep anonymous Let's do it. But I think it's a good topic to uh, leave it at. Yep. Rafa, let's go I think to... we can uh, bring it back on the next episode and yeah. go from there. For right now, let's ho hopefully Cowboys wins. I hope so, too. Uh, ya tengo la vela prendida y todo, güey. Ya está vendida. Ay, la verga. Mi, 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 mi sandak. <laughs> Give you outro, bro. All right, guys. Well, uh, we'll see you guys again next time. Hopefully my Cowboys win because if they don't, I don't, I don't want to see the, I don't want to hear you guys tomorrow dealing with this stuff. But if anything is up to you guys, you guys want to make any change in your life and you guys want to share, feel free to reach out to us. You want to keep anonymous? That's fine. Let us know. We like to kind of tell your story. If so, other than that, Hit the like button, share this video, and follow our pages. Our social medias are right below. We got our IG and our Twitter. But other than that, have a good night. We'll see you next time. And thank you so much for uh, uh, joining us. You could be anywhere in the world. You choose to be here. Thank you so much. Make sure you hit the like button, comment down below, and share with your friends and families. And let us know what you think. Uh, until next time, thank you so much. Erwin, peace. Peace. Peace.